Some might say yeah. stuck on the edge of the horizon. <laughs> Is that some Gar- Gordon Lurk? No, no, it's like on the edge of a black oh. hole. What's at the event horizon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll cut it out so we all laugh. Just everyone laugh. Hello and welcome to We Can't Rewind, We've Gone Too Far, a podcast where a Scotsman, an Irishman and a Bulgarian review the most terrible, silliest and weirdest as fuck music videos. Hi, I'm Neil. Hello, I'm David. Hello, I'm Neil. Today, we will be discussing one of the most memorable 90s videos, Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Strap in, because we're going to be sucked into a giant black hole. Get it? That was really bad. I loved it. Uh, when it's not you, your deliverance was fine. My cheesy writing. Bad by design. Black hole sun, won't you come? Wash We have a bit of history with the director of this one, Howard Greenhall. Is that how you pronounce it? Howard Greenhall. He also directed Go West, which uh, was the first video we attempted to talk about and utterly failed because it's a pretty much constant stream of nonsense. And you never hear about this podcast ever again. Uh, (laughs) I'm determined we're going to redo it at some point. Yeah, this is a similar one where just lots of random shit happens in quick succession and you're not really quite sure what's going on. Do you you think uh, Howard's sort of unique selling point was, you know, he can do really high quality motion graphics and make things look high quality define high quality because that's not high quality well he can put you he can put you on any planet by the looks of things that's high quality to me (laughs) i don't know my issue is that uh, okay so i had a lot of free time last several days i watched through a lot of his videography it just genuinely feels like he had access to a computer or like people who can do stuff and he was like okay that's the reason why i'm going to search cgi in every single video i do because that's high concept isn't it was it was it impressive at the time i can't really remember because it was around then you know those uh you know where you can get like plugins for stuff now you know plugins for after yeah. effects i feel like he stumbled across like a late 80s early 90s version of these and thought shit i can make really hot vi- like music videos make them like out of this world these days it does look like someone had a bit too much fun in after effects but i don't i don't know if back in the day it was impressive i can't remember oh it kind of looks like look mom i've discovered the warp tool yeah, yeah. warp mouse yeah. i remember i actually remember it as a kid um when i first watched it it was like it was really fucking creepy yeah which is understand that there was not the target audience but it was still fucking creepy as a kid oh, yeah. this is probably a good point to say if you haven't seen this video go watch it in youtube we're, we're trying something a bit different and not just going through the whole thing as a summary because it's a pain in the arse and it's probably going to be totally impossible for this video so just go watch mm, it on YouTube. For sure. Well I actually, I, I will elephant in the corner and all that. I mean it's a <laughs> song that I've listened to many times. My brother is a really big Soundgarden fan and it's always been creepy to me but you know it's a song I know and have listened to and I think I've played it many times in Rock Band or Guitar Hero whatever one it was in um, and I've only recently seen the video. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm getting my uh, I don't know I feel like I'm getting you know a glimpse into you know a, a, a history that I've not actually touched when I, I know the song but I don't know the video yeah. I, I've never wanted to go see the video because I've never really thought you know what I'm going to search on YouTube for Black Hole Sun and see see what happens but my god what a fucking visual feast it was yeah it was, <laughs> it was ridiculous I don't know it's a video you just need to keep watching because it just keeps on giving I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here but I think as, as much as the visual effects look a bit cheesy today I think it still has the desired effect 
I wasn't a huge Soundgarden fan, but I was a huge Audio Slave fan, so I guess I got there a bit later. Maybe it's a good point to like point out in the video, like none of the Soundgarden guys actually had anything to do with the video. Like it was all idea of the director's idea completely. It's probably a good thing because if you look at all the other videos they did, were very much like, oh, we are a rock band. We're going to look like a rock band <laughs> standing in the corner playing music. As much as I will be bashing the video later, because I would be, it's still <laughs> like conceptual about it. Chris Cornell said he kind of just left the actual direction of the video to the director obviously and his his role was and I quote pretend to play and not look that excited about it <laughs> which I think, I think they nailed personally. No definitely I think their, their performance and it was definitely the odd thing or the odd one out it just felt really disconnected from the landscape dreamscape whatever you want to call it that's going on in the background it actually felt like it was two videos put together yeah. or maybe maybe they're summoning the black hole with their mm. with their raw rock energy <laughs> to get rid of all these weird fuckers do they get sucked in at the end I can't remember I don't think they ever shown being sucked in uh, plot thickens it's like Inception you know does it happen is it real is it a dream plus I mean for a rock song and for the you know lead singer guitarist and whatnot to not look interested is quite a curious um bold move especially by the director i wonder what his uh his plan was to that one um i felt like it might have just been you know talking your way into having total control over to how to make this thing look the way you want it to look and making the band just there to provide the you know the soundtrack the song oh it actually did read a couple of interviews and he said in one of them that uh, chris cornell specifically or just the band specifically said that they don't want their faces digitally like changed manipulated and they said that i presume maybe that was the original idea that they would be part of the like surreal dreamscape that's hilarious because i mean every single shot of them they're warped <laughs> <laughs> They've been sort of they, weirdly, yeah, weirdly, yeah, weirdly. I don't know. Shot. It just looks like yeah. they're slightly uh, distorted. I don't. I, I didn't know if that was intentional. I guess they were trying to get them a bit more in tone with the rest, as opposed to just static images of them on green screen. I think he said that the opening scene, uh, sorry, the, the video is supposed to resemble the opening scene of Blue Velvet, which completely by, but also it kind of means that he completely misunderstood Blue Velvet. I think that's one of my biggest problems with the video is the, the warp, like the CGI. I understand that it was very of its time, but the problem is that it's immediately dated now. And it was dated by the end of the 90s as well. I mean, it looks ugly. It really does. Like, yeah, the CGI looks ugly, but I don't know. What do you, you make of the, the rest of the video? Was it well shot from your? guys points of view i really like the colors they're definitely conveying the whole idea of a very 50s style neighborhood in the states like stepward wives that's the vibe i was yeah <laughs> which is good but i think that's my problem with the like the warping because i don't know i kind of feel like it wasn't needed because you got some amazing shots of all the actors both kids and adults who just before they got warped they're like psychotic eyes and very unnatural smiles because they were still them and it felt like it felt more off for me as opposed to the moment when they start getting warped yeah, but it would be creepy regardless of whether they actually were yeah. anything now that I think about it and there's generally quite a lot of weird shit going on like a fucking what looks like an actual alive fish getting caught up <laughs> I'm sure it was uh, live it just didn't get caught up oh well, well it doesn't get caught up but it's uh, no. it's not in the water so it's not happy <laughs> <laughs> and there's also an insect at one point which looks alive as well so oh is that the like the cockroach there is a scene for whoever hasn't seen the video yet there is a scene where a couple of kids are holding a cockroach 
close to a uh, like a magnifying glass. Yeah, magnifying glass things. Uh, trying to set it on fire. That's the vibe of the video we're talking about today. Uh, there's definitely a lot of high concept scenes, like the family, the kind of the watching static TV. Father is on his knees in front of the TV. It's kind of vaguely sexualized, I want to say. <laughs> I guess you could kind of argue a lot of that's kind of my first metaphorical images sort of situation. <laughs> Crouching, staring at a static TV, like, oh, he's a slave to television, blah, blah, but I don't know. Do you think that's what he was trying to say, slave to TV? No, not really. Actually, I know, know that I'm actually saying it. One of, the, one of the interviews, he did say that it's just meant to be a like a surreal dreamscape, which it certainly is. Mm. So I don't know if ever really meant to be a point to it particularly just kind of reflect the lyrics and do some weird shit <laughs> so. the same director directed a couple of other videos that are very similar to this one like there's Kankanansi's lately video which is basically the same one as this sun's uh, giant black hole sun right. but it's still like kind of as Neil said Stepford Wives aesthetic with like warped images and kind of off feeling the whole thing and then there is Nancy Boy by Placebo which also uses the warped images oh and shit it's yeah, bit, yeah. yeah it's all the same guy and it's kind of like when you find when you realize this it's kind of like th- did that video actually have any high concept or was it just this guy trying to force himself into the video scene as the guy to use the CGI uh, I guess this is stale sort of thing I kind of feel that the four guys priests or the religious people I think they're kind of meant to be like a metaphor of the four horsemen oh. four them they're they're all very different um and they're all they're all doing like specific things so, yeah they're all freaky fuckers like you know. what do you think they're representing because you're right they're very very different the conquest the famine plague and uh yeah i can't remember the other one there is a plague of locusts oh, okay point. yeah yeah it's maybe what the whole video is trying to be built around but i the whole the whole black hole thing um which looks nothing like a sun i don't know i don't know well apparently i was reading as well a version of the video initially released without that and then they re released it with allegedly more impressive CGI of the sun and shit so I yeah. don't know I've, I've not managed to find the original version I don't know if it adds something else I don't remember ever seeing the, the version without it I don't quite understand I don't think it's explained very well whether the people why why are they getting warped are they getting warped because of the whole whether they're getting all the weird things they're doing are they just a weird place or are they all being infected by the black hole I just don't understand the video. Maybe that's okay because the music is not supposed to be understood. Like, it's just random, honestly, just random random string of words. Chris Cornell said he basically, he came up with a song when he was driving his car. And, mm. and yeah, it wasn't wasn't particularly meant to mean anything. Maybe the video is not supposed to mean anything then. Yeah. It just it's just images. It's a real dreamscape. But uh, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there is a woman who fucking has like a lizard tongue at one point. Mm. That's, that's interesting. Now I'm like, so that's a good question. Did she always have a lazy tongue, or is this just how this place goes? Maybe that's what America's like. I've never been there. I don't know. Yeah, was in America like last year. There, it, yeah, I, I can confirm that lizard tongues are a common occurrence, especially in San Francisco. Not as much in New York. <laughs> out of people or out of lizards? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, that clears out. Yeah, I, yeah. The lizard tongue woman was uh, was curious because she was trying to catch the flies, um, which I, I don't know. I feel that the whole thing about their faces getting warped because they're all smiling. Everyone's like, doing, well, most people are doing weird sort of massive grins, and then the faces are warped into sort of you know sad frowny faces. I think it's meant to be like a message towards like everyone's going on, everyone's happy, but everything's actually really miserable and dark, and you know it's not too dissimilar to you know current times, which maybe makes the video itself kind of timeless because maybe it's making a message or sending a message that everything's always miserable 
people. <laughs> Everything's always dark, no matter how good it looks. The British mentality of just keep calm and carry on. You know, everything's just, everyone's just trying to do their thing. And then they know there's a massive fucking black hole above them. <laughs> and then when it Maybe. starts sucking everyone up, then that's when they start freaking yeah, out. Yeah, they're like, oh shit, we can't, we can't ignore it anymore. Something I've, I've actually never noticed before. There's like a shot of bees with one of the little girls running around. And then you see a beekeeper dead on the ground. He doesn't seem to have died through any black hole related activities. So. That's really good artwork, actually. <laughs> just this, this kid in a pink tutu and a dead beekeeper. Um, I, I I was going to say, I think my favourite character is the woman sunbathing, but she has like a massive heat lamp. <laughs> of course, that's your favourite scene. <laughs> Not because of the woman sunbathing, it's just, you know, uh-huh. she's, there's a massive heat lamp. It's 2.15 in the video. Oh, oh fuck it. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never noticed the heat lamp. I don't know. There must be irony in that. I don't know why, but... Apparently, I haven't watched this video enough. That CGI still irks me, not because they decided to, to use CGI in 94, fine, by all means, but they could have gone into Uncanny Valley without the CGI. The people were all really fucking creepy without their warped eyes. I agree with that, but I think you have to bear in mind it was the 90s. It had to be edgy and using all these crazy effects and shit like that. I've seen yesterday about the logo reminding me of, of a, a 90s video game show. If you ever go back and watch any shit mm. like that, it's all like this. It's just fucking it's a 90s aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. It just irks me because it's it's kind of hailed as this quintessential 90s video, but it just feels incredibly dated. I'm not saying it's bad, just dated. Some might say stuck on the edge of the horizon. Okay, so let's talk about what our favourite moments were. God, there's so many. There's a guy who's like brushing his hair in the mirror and there's a woman with a Great Dane in the bath. For a little while, I thought that was the same guy who played Bob in Twin Peaks, but I looked up and it's not. I think that'll probably get my vote purely just because it's potentially a Twin Peaks ripper. That's a very good point. Why does he never have any of the people from any of Lynch's like movies? I, I understand that uh, Kyle McLaughlin might be a bit too expensive yeah. for that video, <laughs> but yeah, Bob or just some of the... Uh, the um, I, Sorry, the background. Cast. I actually have to change that answer because I'm, I'm just, I've got it playing on a loop in the background, and I forgot about the fucking the baby. There's a woman with a pram, and the baby just turns <laughs> into some sort of fucking ectoplasm jelly, floats off. Because <laughs> I'm like, I know it's like everyone's getting sucked into the black hole. I don't know at what point that you literally just disintegrate. Uh, just after the event horizon, I guess. Let's not go into the actual physics of this video because it's gonna get fucking crazy. Oh, I have to throw out all my calculations. There's a woman who's just. Putting on makeup while getting mm. vibrated by one of those vibro belt machines. It's casually doing it, and then there's just a random guy just doing push-ups. who's bright pink. <laughs> He's tanned. How dare you? They're so tanned. Yeah, burnt. Whatever you want to say, burnt by the black hole sun. <laughs> um, and that it all it just feels so out of place and it's just so random and it's just the way the camera casually pans up as she's getting vibrated um, <laughs> yeah to me the whole the whole the whole song and video is like fuel for nightmares <laughs> and I think all the modern day tropes referencing real world problems I think it's that maybe time or shows that it's quite timeless and you can kind of uh, associate it with pretty much modern day especially with a guy getting you know sucked not sucked into the TV but just watching TV you know there's all that screen culture it can reference to and I guess how people can be happy all the time in the video as the world crumbles around them. Can director Howard uh, Greenhouse, whatever his name is, um, predict the future? 
that's that's what I'm trying to find out. What do you guys think of that? It's like these are just kind of constant problems, disregarding whatever the current apocalypse is. Uh, and we're currently in quite a big one. <laughs> the problems are kind of continuous throughout humanity, and he's kind of possibly accidentally, I don't know, kind of struck that chord. I really want to say that it's probably accidental. I think it probably and, and is. Just most of it. Yeah, <laughs> just because. Yeah, I'm not saying it has to be more to not be so for free to have a point. It could be like very very subtle, but it it just kind of feels like that we're just assigning thoughts into it. Like it just kind of feels like the video should be taken at face value. It's still creepy. It's still things to talk about but I don't think it's quite the social commentary that's that we're thinking it is yeah yeah no I I, I I do agree with that it's 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 just ironic that I can find so many links but I think maybe it's just the way it was constructed and made you know it's 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 just obvious that everything's falling apart in that video and I guess it is kind of easy to link things falling apart in real life to that <laughs> yeah I mean pro- possibly whenever we're watching any kind of media when it comes to looking at ideal society that's not actually ideal it's very easy to assign features to it that, it, that probably were not intended when you watch David Lynch movies you kind of like it's even he doesn't have it as a word like he shows in uh, blue velvet i don't know neil have you actually seen it no no i'm actually not really a fan of david lynch but i've not really give uh give him a chance he's not for everyone i guess but when you watch like the movies about yeah it's about a suburban like almost idyllic place where shit goes down but like yes people pretend everything is okay when things are not okay but it just feels more directed yes this everything is a bit creepy on the under the surface level but on the surface level you don't need to show or he doesn't need to show like the inhabitants of that neighborhood with warped faces to make it feel like something is off like people having their day-to-day lives. It's just that there's always something kind of a bit off on the background that makes you feel like there's something happening there. One thing I've kind of noticed from years of being forced to watch terrible independent art films is... Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Is, We've uh, worked on two of those films, <laughs> like two. Is it present company ex- excluded i think the reason someone like david lynch works is that there is kind of a logic to it even if you can't really figure out what the logic is because it's batshit fucking insane there's usually some form of logic potentially something like this doesn't have the same amount of logic it can just come across like just nonsense being thrown at a screen yeah can we just don't also just kind of agree on the uh, on the statement that probably uh howie i'm just gonna call him howie from now on <laughs> our good, fr- howie our good friend howie friend of the show Yes, future crab later. Give us a two pound on uh, Patreon if you're listening, Harry. We don't have a Patreon yet. We don't have Patreon, no. <laughs> um, like I just kind of feel like he really wants to be David Lynch, yeah. But he's kind of miss, like kind of lacking the subtlety that David Lynch has. I think that's what I was trying to say with my off-topic narrative about Blue Velvet. Yeah, yeah. That it's a bit more subtle. Usually calling David Lynch subtle is not really a thing to do. I think I've seen that scene even though I've not seen the full film. It's where it's like mm. going through a idyllic suburban place and it goes underground yeah. and there's a bunch of bugs going, eh. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that's one. Because uh, I suppose you could argue even that's not particularly subtle. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It did remind me of um, like really. I can't really go into detail because I don't really want to, but really specific nightmares I had as a kid, which just involved a lot of weird things going on a lot of distortion a lot of ships um, there was no black holes and no suns and none of that but 
sort of brought it back a little bit. It was quite uncomfortable to watch. I presume that's the point, though. Like, it definitely yeah. feels like it wants you to feel uncomfortable watching it. To kind of round it off as well, I mean, all the effects, I think they still kind of hold up for the time, I, th- I think, as we said earlier. Um, they're obviously very off the time, very 90s, whenever everything mm. had to be, um, you know, magically put together using CG. People who watched the video probably didn't know how that happened. They just thought it was, you know, movie magic. Um, mm. It doesn't hold up nowadays. It just looks like, you know, cheap rubbish. But it's fine. It adds to the charm and it makes the video sort of, you know, you sit and watch it because it, visually there's so much going on in it. I can't believe you just called this video charming. <laughs> I think my favorite part, and that not because of the video, but because of the background story of it, is the Barbie that's getting spit-roasted. But the girl who is watching the Barbie... She has a scene where she's eating the ice cream and then she has like a couple of scenes later, a scene where she's spitting out the ice cream, kind of drooling on, on over her. The reason why I love this scene is because I was when I was reading about the video, the director was saying how the parents, uh, the, that girl's parents, were obviously like behind the camera and were completely horrified that this budget crazy director will get their lovely, very beautiful daughter to look so ugly in the scene. <laughs> and I kind of just love that because they were clearly like, oh no, what are you doing to our kid? How dare you? <laughs> Which I just kind of found hilarious. But um, I'm kind of go, going to go with what you bald guys said, like even just ignoring the CGI. A lot of interesting parts everywhere in the video, so it's kind of like every time when, even now when we're just rewatching it, we kept on finding some really cool shit. It seems to be uh, our good friend Howie's trademark is just fucking assaults on the senses, judging by Go West and and this so far. <laughs> I haven't watched the placebo video in a while. I might watch that again. If you should also watch something that I was I was laughing at how cheesy it was. Um, things if I ever lose my faith in you, because it's so on the fucking nose. <laughs> I've always hated that video, but I never knew that it was this guy who did it. A lot of users will probably do in this podcast at some point in the future. We're coming for you, Howard. Howie. Howie. <laughs> Should we do parts that we don't like? Probably the only part I don't like is the open-ended ending. It'd be, ni- it'd be nice to see if the, uh, they actually got sucked into the hole themselves, but the, the band didn't want to be distorted. Which is ironic, considering they were um, pretty much distorted all the way through the uh, the video, the way they were slightly warped. Um, yeah, that was probably my least favorite bit. Apart from that, no. Um, I guess my thing that I've just kept on talking about is I, I'm not a fan of the CGI. I think that he could have gone actual physical effects. He could have done something along the lines of, I don't know, like the, the Tim Burton's Batman movie. Something a bit more physical where he could have still had like distorted faces, but be a bit more real, like a bit more physical. CGI just I'm sure that it was like all the rage in 94, but nowadays it just feels outda- outdated and I don't know which one would be more expensive. I'd imagine the CGI in 94 was hell expensive. Mm. But that's my only beef is that the CGI just doesn't hold. And it kind of makes everything a bit ugly in not in the way he intended it to look like. I think the only only bit I can find that I don't like is when it cuts to the actual black hole sun itself. Uh, there's a few times where it kind of looks like it's just been shoved in there. I think because from judging by what I read, it was. Um, but yeah, that's my only real complaint with it. Does that mean that we are all on a very strong eye with this movie? Why well, keep covering a movie? It's a, it's a video. My beef with the video doesn't take out the part of the video. It's like it's a staple of 90s video and staple of Soundgarden videos. And even if I'm not a massive fan of it, it still was noticeable enough that I would remember it since it was four. If that in mind, it, it's an eye for me as well. It's a memorable video. Uh, it's an eye for me. It's mental. You don't really understand what's happening. And I quite enjoy that kind of thing. So yeah, eye for me. Yeah, definitely an eye for me. I mean, I never want to watch it again, but yeah, <laughs> loved it. Yeah. 
That reminds what we're doing next time. Neo, you should choose something, because I think we keep on choosing, but you should choose something now. What will make us very confused? Probably all of them, to be honest. I think I would like to do uh, Things Can Only Get Better by DRAM. Cool. Purely because I am a fan of Professor Brian Cox, so it'd be good to kind of see him. It'd be good to see him post, uh, post uh, astrophysicist. Science He's man. not in the video. Oh. The seminal 90s classic, things can only get better. I didn't know that D-Rim were Northern Irish. Neither did I. <laughs> and the Labour Party notably used them as their team tune during the ni- uh, party oh. successful campaign in the general election. What so was? I forgot about that. It's <laughs> bringing back Tony Are Blair flashbacks. <laughs> Tony Blair should be like, a very, like extreme close-up of Tony Blair should be the episode. <laughs> Just with uh, images of the Iraq war floating in and out. Things can only get better, eh? <laughs> yeah, going great so far. <laughs> oh, God, they, they, that, that's not depressing. <laughs> anyway, so uh, shall we all say goodbye then? Bye. Yeah, goodbye all. See you. Stop recording. <laughs>